0: Welcome into the End in the Money podcast for Saturday, August 28th. Big day at Saratoga, Travers Day. Six grade ones that we're going to take a look at and also give you a late pick four ticket. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. And Jim, we will start in the seventh race. It begins their pick six of all grade ones. It's the grade one ballerina Handicap. Three-year-olds and up, Phillies and Mares going seven furlongs. Gamine is going to be a huge favorite for Baffert. Uh, can you beat Gamine?
1: I don't think so. Uh, she's, she's just so classy and, and uh, has done everything they've asked of her. Uh, one blemish on the record that was in the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, and just since then she's been unbeatable. I don't see them beating her in this, in this spot. Uh, she's one for one at Saratoga. So she, she won the test last year by seven links. Um, I, I really don't see anything else in here that can, that can touch her. But, uh, you know, you and I talked off the air for Wisconsin. They're taking a shot here, trying to get a grade one for her. She's come close, but she hasn't, hasn't gotten over the top and she's finished six and three quarters behind Gamine. She only lost about one and a half at Churchill on Derby day. Um, So and that was seven furlongs, so that's uh, you know it's a good distance for her. Even though she's only won one time, she's very consistent. She'd have to pick step up big time though to beat Gamine. So I think in the first leg of the pick six, it's pretty much a free square for an all grade one pick six.
0: I'm gonna try to beat Gamine, Wisconsin, just on the angle that Greg Foley uh, takes this horse up there when he could have picked an easier spot. Now it's going for a grade one, and you know she'll get points if she. You know, it just hits the board. But she's already done that. She had a 47 flat work on August 21st. So it just looks like she's in a position to fire her best shot. like you, I think she likes this distance. So uh, if it's ever going to happen against Gamine, uh, maybe this is the day. But, uh, yeah, I would just box those two if you're playing within the race. But I'm going to take Wisconsin over Gamine. Go to the grade one four-go, four-year-olds and up, also at seven furlongs. But this one was uh, more competitive. How do you see it?
1: Well, Lexitonian, I was reading something yesterday. Lexitonian is about two links away from being a triple grade one winner. She lost, uh, he lost the uh, Bing Crosby last year by a nose, lost the Churchill Downs on Derby Day by a head, and then won the Vanderbilt last time out at Saratoga. But the horse the last three times out has been 46 to 1, 26 to 1, and 34 to 1. And today you're only going to get maybe 9 to 2, maybe a little better than that. Hard to take him at that, but Sisterson is a very good trainer. And I really like this horse. I don't think that he stands out in the field. Mischievous Alex off that Carter back in the spring with a 109 buyer. Um, Mind control for Velasquez and Pletcher. Yalpon for. Uh, Asmus really stepped up last time at Penlico, and of course my favorite horse running right now, is Whitmore, uh, playing a pick five here. It's first leg of the mandatory payout Grade One pick five. I'd have to go very deep here. I, I don't see a standout, um, and I think Whitmore has lost uh, a few steps, unfortunately. And uh, I, I guess I, if I had to pick a winner, Lexitonian has has a big shot, but um, and for five Fire, I didn't mention him. Uh, he. He's not done that well at Saratoga, but uh, back at Belmont, he was on top of his game, so he may recover. Um, and Mind Control's got a big shot, as I mentioned. So a lot of horses that with a lot of chances here. Lexitonian kind of intrigues me a little bit. Uh, I sure would like to see Whitmore win this, though.
0: I ended up going to Mind Control um, like this horse last time, moving into the Pletcher barn. And if he can improve off what was a very good first performance for Pletcher, Uh, then I I think he is maybe the one to beat. He's won five times at seven furlongs, two wins at Saratoga, uh, and I think mind control is going to be my pick on top. Got to use Yalpan, um, who um, likes that track too and uh, second off a layoff. Whitmore just on consistency. Mischievous Alex, I think, is certainly better than he showed last time. and uh, I'm going to stop there. I could uh, certainly uh, should probably add Lexingtonian, but I'm going to try to keep the the ticket cheap, just because I don't think it's going to pay a whole lot. Um, so uh, I'm going to go mind control on top in the forego. The Grade One Alan Jerkins Memorial is the ninth. They're also at seven furlongs for three-year-olds only, and I think it's a two-horse race. I took Jackie's Warrior on top. She or he. I always want to say she, but he's he is three for three at Saratoga. Uh, life is good. Going to be awfully hard to beat uh, for Pletcher after coming. Uh, East from the Baffert barn after Baffert's uh, issues back in the spring. So one of those two, I think you can uh, safely stick with uh, mm-hmm. with them when you get into a pick five. Uh, this is There's an all stakes pick five that starts in the eighth and then a late pick five that starts in the ninth. So you can uh, start it with those two, I think, and be safe. But I'm going to take Jackie's Warrior in the Allen Jerkins. How about you?
1: Yeah, the only one that I think that I would add, along with the two obvious, they're they're two obvious choices. Jackie's Warrior, because he's three for three at Saratoga, you've got to take him slightly over Life is Good. But that 107 buyer last time, and if San Felipe jumps off the page at you for Life is Good, Drain the Clock beat Jackie's Warrior in the Woody Stevens uh, on a good track. Uh, Came back in Amsterdam, and Jackie's Warrior blew him away on a sloppy track. So uh, I don't know. It's just kind of. Drain the clock was wide that day in the Woody Stevens and just just outran Jackie's Warrior. I, um, the seven furlongs um, should fit Jackie's Warrior to a T, but uh, that, I would throw Drain the Clock in there because those two are going to get all the money. And Drain the Clock, if he wins, is going to make the payoff a whole lot more than you would with the other two.
0: The fourth in this in run of Grade Ones is the personal ensign at a mile and an eighth for Phillies and Mayors four and up. Latruska is going to be the favorite in here, but uh, she'll face some strong challenges. Um, who do you like in the personal ensign?
1: This is a really good race. Uh, Latruska is the obvious favorite, uh, and she's probably going to be 6-5. to five. Uh, Anybody 15 out of 20 lifetime deserves to be 6-5, to and she's as good as she's ever been right now. Um, Swiss Skydiver took a shot at the Whitney. Didn't embarrassed herself that day she got beat but i I think ortiz wrapped up on her after after he saw she wasn't gonna beat next go she wasn't gonna beat next go that day if she was on her best that game um latruska beat her in the apple blossom and oakland uh and that was a a ride that uh i think that one kind of got kenny thinking about changing from alvarado so Rad took, the, took them out last time. Jose tries her this time. And I think she's got a shot at beating Latruska. She's that good. I mean, all you got to do is look at the Freakness last year. On her best, she can run right with Latruska. So I think it's a two-horse field, two-horse uh, race. Uh, Latruska certainly has the advantage. But in a pick five, I would have to throw in with Scott Alvin.
0: Yeah, that's who I took. Um, I'm like you. I think um, that last time she – that was – They needed to get a race in her, and uh, with uh, some uh, health issues for some of Kenny's horses earlier, he got put between a rock and a hard place of not being able to run his horses uh, when he wanted to, so he just needed to get a prep in her for this, and uh, she was the only one that really uh, tried to hook uh, Nixco, and uh, that predictably didn't turn out well for her. But I think with uh, Ortiz, he takes the fight right to Latruska, And she's drawn inside of her. And this horse ran one of her best races at Saratoga in the Alabama last year. So Swiss Skydiver for me. Uh, I'm going to fade Latruska a little bit. I'm going to have her on my ticket, certainly. But I think that uh, the flow of the race, she's had some very favorable trips. I think this might go the other way for her. And I think she could be vulnerable. Bonnie South uh, is a horse that ran huge at Keeneland in the Double Dog Dare. I know she was really well thought of going into the race at Belmont and caught a situation where uh, you know, she was chasing a, a horse who had the flow of the race going her way. And then I don't know what happened last time at Delaware, so I'm just going to draw a line through that. And if Bonnie South gets a little bit of a hotter pace, which I think she will, I think she could be a major player in here. And then Royal Flag, who uh, just n- was nosed out by Bonnie South in that race at Keeneland, uh, I'm going to throw her on my ticket as well. So Swiss Skydiver on top, but I think Latruska could be vulnerable here. Let's go to the Grade One Sword Dancer, four-year-olds and up, at a mile and a half on the inner turf course. Sharper turns there, and remember, you know they'll be down on the part of the turf that hasn't been seen in a while, so that could be uh, the best ground down along the inside, and uh, it's where I went and took Tribhuwan, uh, who comes in in career best form. Pratt returns. I think he can put her uh, or put him right on the lead on that uh, fresh ground and get a little bit of a benefit from that and hold him off coming down the stretch. This horse seems to be in uh, just top, top form. Gufo, cross-border who loves Saratoga, uh, and in Japan I'm going to have. But sometimes I've seen these European horses seem to maybe have a little issue with the sharper turns at Saratoga and as opposed to Belmont. And so Japan on, on numbers looks uh, really, really good. But uh, I think he could be vulnerable here, but I definitely want him on my ticket. Tribhuvan for me. How about you?
1: I think Tribu- Tribu- is the, it's hard to say, Tribuven, whatever. Uh, Alpha <laughs> uh, United Nations win. Certainly deserves to be favored here, but I I couldn't throw out a lot of horses here. Gufo's uh, got a big shot. Rob Emperor, Chad Brown's other horse in here, um, has a shot. Channel Maker for Bill Mott didn't run at all in the bowling bowl green. I really liked him that day, but I think he was feeling the effects of coming back from Dubai uh hopefully he's back on his game if he puts together those uh races like he had last year at, uh, ending up in the breeders cup turf at Keeneland, uh he loves a mile and a half and i think he's got a big shot in here uh on the lead um japan certainly fits with o'brien uh two million dollar winner and cross border from acre on the outside so you can tell i'm gonna go all here when get the big four i, I really couldn't uh, the worst horse in here is Moretti, and I can make a case that, that on his best day, he could run with these horses. But um, I couldn't make a determination as to who I really like. Trevino is going to be the favorite, but if I were boxing two horses here, I'd box the one and the six because Japan, I, I expect him to run big here.
0: Let's go to the grade one Travers. Three-year-olds going a mile and a quarter of the Midsummer Derby. Essential quality will be odds on. How do you see the Travers?
1: And he deserves to be eyes on. Um, I think there was some discussion that his Jim Dandy wasn't that impressive. I thought the Jim Dandy was extremely impressive. He had every reason to get beat that day. He was at a five horse field in a bad spot all the way around, had to go four wide on the turn and really got a lot out of the race. And I think he moves forward from that race and going to run huge in the Travers. I think he deserves to be four to five. Um, I'm going to throw Midnight Bourbon in there just because he ran so well in the Haskell before the fiasco with clipping the heels and everything. And and if you take a look at his races from the Derby through the Preakness and then the Haskell, you assume that he had, if he had not clipped heels, he was going to be right there at the finish. So I think he's got a chance to move forward. He's got to move forward a lot to be decisional quality, but uh, if there's a horse with upside here... I think the others have probably gotten their top. I think Keep Me In Mind ran as well as he possibly could. He could beat Essential Quality in the Jim Dandy. Uh, Mask Parade couldn't beat Essential Quality in that race. If they didn't beat him that day, they're not going to beat him Saturday. So I think Essential Quality. Gonna throw Midnight Bourbon on there just in case uh, he really steps up.
0: Uh, I can't see any reason to pick against Essential Quality either. He'll be a single on my uh, pick four. Any of the multi race wager tickets. Uh, so if you're going to try to make some money, uh, I would try King Fury to hit the, the second slot. Um, this forgive the turf that was just a they need to get a race in him and um, I think or- Jose Ortiz staying, I like. And I think this horse has a little more speed than and he's shown his two races this year if you forgive the turf race, um, a 96 buyer and a 97 buyer. so those uh, stack up well with everybody but essential quality. And if you look back to a race last October, uh, this horse uh, showed some speed and uh, had uh, the ability to to lay a little closer and I don't want to see him, you know, and I think at a mile and a quarter, he can be uh, a little closer and have a shot. I don't think he he wins, but just in case I'll box him in the exacta. but uh, I think King Fury is maybe the one for me to try to get a little bit of value in the exacta payoff. Uh, so, that uh, gives us a chance to move to our pick four tickets because the last race is a New York-bred maiden claimer. Phillies and mares, three and up, going a mile and a 16th on the turf. So, take me through your pick four that starts in race 10 and finish it up with your analysis of race 13.
1: Okay, race 10, got Gotta go, three deep here, uh, Swiss skydiver, Latruska, and I'm going to throw in Royal Flag. You made a good point during your discussion about if those two hook up on the front end, I really like Royal Flag a little bit better than Bonnie South as a closer. So I'm going to do four, five, six. I'm going to take all, all seven of them, in the uh, Sword Dancer. So that's seven horses there. I'm uh, going to use the one, two in the Travers, Midnight Bourbon, essential quality. And then in the last race, the Maiden Claimer, uh, I'm going to go five deep here. I'm going to use Dancing Firefly, who's going to be the favorite for Danny Gargan. Uh, ran really well. On the turf back in May at Belmont with a 63 buyer, which is better than anybody's running here. If you're going to play a small ticket, this wouldn't be a bad single. You just throw out the the off the turf last time. They didn't even try with her, and she she didn't run a step on on the dirt. Um, but I'm also going to use George Weaver, Tales of McKenna, course that tried tried to run on the dirt again uh, that uh, got got rained off the turf. So this will be her first time on turf, uh, home for Christmas. The 10 horse for Christophe Clement, the 12, Sister Luck uh, for Todd Fletcher, first time on turf, and then I'll w- use one more, Spanish Dreamer, first time starter for Michelle Nevin, simply because I like Eric Cancel is riding really well right now. He's he's turned a corner at a really bad Saratoga the first few weeks, but he's riding well now. And uh, I like first time starters in maiden 40s. So i going to go 1, 4, 5, 10, 12. So my pick-4 ticket's a little expensive. But I'm going to tell you, if if you like essential quality, you can not put Midnight Bourbon in there. Uh, four, five, six with all, with one, two, with one, four, five, ten, twelve, and that's a hundred and five dollar ticket. Essential quality single takes it down to
0: fifty-two, fifty. And the thirteenth, uh, I ended up taking the twelve on top. Uh, Pletcher has good numbers dropping from Straight Maiden to Maiden Claiming. Uh, don't like the post position, but. Uh, maybe can overcome it, but could be vulnerable. So that's where this is a chance to get a little value in the multi-race wagers if you can get an upset in this 13th race. Um, I'm on a a lot of the same ones you are. Home for Christmas, the 10. um, Dancing Firefly, the 1. Spanish uh, Dreamer, the 4. But the other one I'm going to throw in, and I think you used 5. I'm going to use 7, Tesler, only on the angle that it's uh, James Bond who uh, usually points for the Saratoga meet this is the biggest day of the meet. and he's got a, a first timer uh, going on the turf here. So just on the angle of, of the connections, I'm going to throw Tesler in there and try to, if he could win, it'd be a nice price because I don't think he'll take much money. So my ticket, I'm going to start with three, four, five six in the personal ensign. Then one, two, six, seven in the uh, sword dancer. And then single essential quality and one, four, seven, ten, twelve. 10, 12 in race 13 for a $40 ticket and hope to catch a price on the back end and uh, make it pay a little bit. Best of luck with what uh, with your wagers on what is a fantastic card up at Saratoga on Saturday and keep your Keelan Select account fully stocked so you don't miss out on any opportunities for some great racing on Saturday. You've got I think a graded stake at Del Mar too. and Uh, Kentucky Downs is just around the corner. Of course, Ellis will be uh, running uh, this weekend. So some good racing around and take advantage of it through KeelanSelect.com. Good luck.